What's up, Matt? Yep, what's going on? What's going on, guys? New episode. Episode six coming at you. Yes, sir. Two co-hosts, you know, Big Hip and old Sven Breck in the building. We're in here. Bling, yes, bling. Yes, sir. What, um, what are you trying to talk about today, Matt? Uh, I think we're going to be around the spectrum today. Maybe a little NFL, maybe a little NBA. Maybe, maybe hit them with some... Uh, MMA in there, spice it Whoa. up, you know. UFC two five nine Saturday. Yeah, it's big three championship fights. Really? Uh-huh. Uh huh. Um, I think Nunes is fighting. Yeah, I know Autumn Sonia has a fight soon. Yeah, I think that's uh, I believe, if I'm not mistaken, I think that's who's fighting then. Yep. I actually don't know if Nunes is fighting, but um, oh, this is, Nunes is fighting featherweight title, so that should be interesting. She's probably if she wins, she might top five women fighter of all time. Yeah, I think she already is. She destroys people after she beat Cyborg. I think she beat Cyborg. I think she beat Holmes. Yeah, did she ever fight Ronda? She did, right? I'm pretty sure she did. She was like, she was the second person to knock Ronda out. Right. So, but she destroyed Holly Holmes, and Holly Holmes is like a great underrated woman fighter. Yeah, Holly Holmes knocked out uh, Ronda. Ronda Rousey. Yeah, yeah she but, she and, dethroned Ronda actually. Yeah, exactly. And that was on Ron- that that ended Ronda's like career basically. She might well Holly might be one of the best just kicker in combat history in combat yeah, fighting she history. Was, she was an Olympic boxer, mm-hmm. and she was gold for that. And, and, and her kicks had are her, deadly. Yeah, people had her as an underdog in. Uh, when she went up against Ronda Rousey, but it was a really well put fight. Yeah, dude, that, that was insane. She literally dethroned her, ruined her career. I mean, I I, I liked Ronda, but too bad. But I guess it's just the sport. Yeah, that's insane. That yeah. that that sport's super crazy. Yeah, uh, but getting to the NFL side of things, JJ, uh, AZ, what's yeah. hips, what's hips thinking about it? Um, well. I think I, – I don't think J.J. Watson – obviously, he's not as good as he used to be. He's 33 years old now on two torn Achille, or on two torn ACLs. Um, he had six sacks last year. I think he had one game with two sacks. So, that's four games throughout 16 – or four sacks throughout 16 games. But, I don't know. That, that defensive line is still just – I mean – it it's still amazing even without JJ Watt. Chandler Jones has the most sacks since 2012. Well, uh, throughout any player, and so. you add JJ in that exactly. You, you can't it's, double team JJ one on one, especially yeah. these tackles that are in uh, the in the NFC West. He's gonna go destroy them. Yeah, they're both guys that can line up anywhere on the line too. I th- you might even put JJ interior Isaiah Simmons outside. You yeah, might I mean do Isaiah that. Simmons like ended up being more of like a uh, pass a, protector, uh, pass coverage kind of guy, yeah, but right. he really only fell into the game well, in like since the first game where he picked off for us against us, which I think was week five or six. And I don't know if you pay attention to them that much, but uh, they also got a really good pass rusher. And I don't know if he's a free agent, but they got him from uh, the Giants. Is like names like Golden, like Lamar, like Marcus Golden yeah, or yeah, something. Yeah, I, know, I know who you're talking about. So yeah. you can he can rush outside, JJ inside, and then um, your boy outside as well. 
Yeah, we got uh, – and Gridiron just listed the top defensive lines in Arizona. Uh, say what you want about – what you want about Gridiron or whatever. I think it's a little biased towards, you know, obviously the winning teams and stuff. But Arizona, they're ranking them at four. They're ranking the Rams at five. And they're ranking San Francisco at six, all in our division. And people <laughs> always play down on our division. But it's obviously the best. It's, it's the best division of football. It's, you know, the AFC North is really good too. Yeah, I, that's probably the best division. In, uh, yeah, the that's thing probably about the, the best division. Arizona Cardinals. I still have them going seven and nine. I don't really see their record changing at all. They they were doing they were really hot. I'm pretty sure they were six and two, and I think they finished the year like eight, like eight and eight or nine yeah, and seven. People think Cliff's a terrible coach. Yeah, and I think he's all right. That's partially but... due to I think Kyler Murray was hurt. Yeah, half of that season, which is tough, but he, he he was a guy who obviously he's he's really athletic and he's super fast. Right, he's definitely not the best passer. Right, he's a really good game manager, but he's not the best passer. And then that's the thing as well. Az does not have a good line, so he's getting hit. Exactly. So he needs to have that toughness that Russell's had over his career. Yeah, but they really don't have like you can't. I mean. They have really no excuses at this moment. That team is stacked with plenty of talent to go. And they have cap space. I, it, correct me if I'm wrong, but I'm pretty sure they can sign an old lineman if they need to. Yeah. And they, they don't owe anyone their draft picks. They didn't trade for him. They signed him. So. Yeah, and I don't know. It's It was kind of embarrassing what happened to them last year, especially right. with all the guys that they've had and they've acquired. Yeah, I, mean, I know. They've, they've acquired, you know, J.J. Watt, DeAndre Hopkins, Kenyon Drake. Um, who else have they got? I mean, they drafted Isaiah Simmons. I mean, Chandler Jones just been a monster, and they still really aren't showing up. Yeah, Byron Murphy too, right? Yeah, and Byron Murphy. So their their defense their DBs are amazing. The linebackers are decent. Yeah, their DBs are all right. Byron Murphy was on and off starting. He also had an injury, but Buda Baker. Just... One of the best players in the position in the league, I think. Yeah, for sure. Um, but if you look about it in JJ's eyes, everybody's hating on him. Oh, why is he going to Arizona? They're not a contender. Okay, look at his eyes. He's gonna line a cross up from one of the best pass rushers in the league, a young promising quarterback, a pretty decent defense, and he's in Arizona. Like I was listening, I was listening to some people today. Yeah, like and, who wouldn't want to go to Arizona? Like, right, I love it in Washington. But it's so nice. he could go to Buffalo and money and be on a championship team because they're probably going to win their division next year. But he's going to have to get a home somewhere else in the warm weather to train in the off season. Yep. He gets one in Arizona. He could be there year round. He doesn't. Beautiful. He he already has a place where he trains in the off season. He has an off-grid cabin where he has – he's had it since, like, 2016. He has an off-grid cabin where he goes and he works out and he stays there for, like, three months in the off-season and just grinds. Yeah, but you you got to think, though, as he gets older a little bit, I don't know how many months of the year he's going to be out in that cabin. Yeah. Um, What was I going to say? Uh. <sighs> Oh, I was going to change your thing. You said Chandler Jones was one of the best uh, defensive linemen in the league. I think he is the best. 
Uh, not this defensive lineman, but yeah, pass rusher. He can definitely be pass rusher, too. but I, I he's such an underrated person. Like he he has the most sacks since 2012 out of anybody. Dude, it's it's the Jones gene, man. Yeah, his brother might be the best fighter of all time yeah. too. In my opinion, he is. Yeah, so AZ is gonna be scary. Obviously, they won't be they won't be really good, but every time we play them, it's gonna be a shootout. They're gonna be very good. Yeah, for sure. And just like I it wanted was to bring this year. It, Right. And I wanted to bring up something right now. Me and Matt were talking about the other day on the phone. Um, I think, seriously, I think things line up for us. We have some mojo. I think Jamal Adams can win Defensive Player of the Year next year. Yeah, I think he was, top, I mean, easily top 10 this year and just leading that defense back into. He was five. not healthy all year. Imagine like, him exactly. healthy all he year. Had, he's had three the, surgeries so far. The defense start clicking. And here's the thing I was nervous about a lot of things on the defense, but I was looking to 7 10. I was getting a little, I was feeling better about it, Matt, because here's the thing we'll get Hugo Amani back. He was a top 10 corner when he was healthy this year. We'll get DJ Reed. And probably Marquise Blair will probably move outside, and then we still have Trey Flowers, and we're probably going to sign back either Dunbar or Shaquille. Yeah, I don't. We'll be fine. I, I don't think we're going to sign back Shaquille personally. I don't think we're going to re-sign Carson. Uh, but if we don't re-sign Shaquille, then I think we should re-sign Dunbar to like I mean, a low contract. Shaquille Shaquille had six touchdowns on him this year. That's the most out of any of our. Secondary. And and I think I think the lowest we'll get him for is. Two years, twenty mil, exactly. With incentives, I don't think it's worth it at that point. Especially we gotta sign. We K- re-sign I'd rather sign KJ to Jamal, two years, and, twenty mil. And I do think that's unfortunately. I think it's true about the. Uh, oh, uh, I saw reports that we weren't gonna resign or we weren't gonna pick up the fourteen million dollars on uh, whose contract was it? The guy from that we got from the Bengals, I, uh, Carlos. Yeah, yeah, Carlos Hyde. It's a, well, it's a fourteen. Hyde. It's uh, a. Yeah, Carl Dunlap. It's it's a fourteen million dollar cap hit, so I, I don't think we're I heard that we might just resign him to a lower contract. Yeah. I mean, Matt, he's not a flashy player, but he made a difference he, when we got him. He easily he turned that defense upside down. He literally had a game winner in his like what first or second game? It was insane. <laughs> this guy and he was hurt too, and he still put up I just he had think, six sacks. Him I mean, obviously, Bobby now, but in a few years, it could be Carlos and Jamal just leading our defense. Yeah, I mean, he is also getting up in age. He's thirty-one, almost thirty-two. Carlos, yeah, but pass rushers they can play when they're a little older. Yeah, that's true. Linebackers a little different. We'll yeah, see about Bobby. Linebackers can uh, they have longevity to a point? Yeah. We'll we'll see what happens with Bobby. I don't know, man. He's he's making a lot of money. Yeah, KJ's gonna gonna get a lot of money that he deserves, but I don't believe that we should sign him back. He deserves all the money. He deserves all get, the though. money, but Seattle's he literally was probably a top five linebacker last year. He easily was. He was great. He was insane. There was no reason why he shouldn't have been selected to the Pro Bowl. He was leading like all linebackers and stats for like tackles for loss and all those. <laughs> it was insane. And people hate on him, and I still wouldn't re-sign him for the money he wants. But he deserves every single dime he is gonna get i i think that he's probably gonna end up going to like i don't know like the chargers a, something oh like that. that yeah i mean if you, okay if you're kj Wright, think about it been in seattle for over a while 
Imagine going to L.A., young quarterback, a promising defense. It's L.A. He's going to get paid. They have cap space. Why wouldn't you go to the Chargers? Yeah. Brand new stadium. Like, I would go to the Chargers. Herbert is the real deal. They're yeah, gonna I don't. going to be pr- probably a playoff team in the next year or two. Herbert, Herbert, that's a guy that I think we should talk about just because that guy – People forgot about him in the draft. He was supposed to be like a top three draft pick when he was at mm-hmm. Oregon. Mm-hmm. And he's insane. He's, so he's so, glorified himself as a top 10 QB in the league as a rookie. So, well, he broke records. Yeah, exactly. So here, here's the thing about that is the reason why he fell is because this is what happened to him, what happens to everyone. They say, oh, he was in the Pac-12. He didn't have that competition. We shouldn't trust him in the NFL. It's a stigma that happens with every Pac-12 player. Yeah, it is. And it's unfortunate, too, because uh, everyone's everyone's favorite running back, Christian McCaffrey, beside myself, uh, came from the Pac-12 in Stanford. Right. And this, that, that Sewell guy from Oregon, he's falling in all the mock drafts because he's from, Pac- from the Pac-12. But the reality is he might be the best tackle We've seen for ten years, and he's going to be really good. And number three from uh, the Huskies, he's he's well, yeah. Uh, he's like a corner safety linebacker, and he's been falling. Yeah, I mean, I'd I'd take him. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, we don't really need him though. We, we kind of set on safeties and linebackers. Yeah, we need a we need a we we are, we have corner. to resign Fondre, right? I think that's next year. Correct me if I'm wrong. Yeah, I, I think, think that's next, next year. year. Fortunately. Tyler's next year as well, I think. Yeah, it was, it's interesting to see about him. Yeah, it's interesting we, to see who we're going to sign for linemen. People, yeah. It's one thing before we move on to linemen. People like say that we don't need Tyler because DK's so good. But the reason why DK's so good is because he's with Tyler. Exactly. Like Tyler makes so DK true. so much better. Tyler's so good in the locker room on the field. Him and Russell, if we're keeping Russell, which we probably might, him and Russell have so much chemistry. When Russell scrambles out of the pocket, at least last year, he would look for Tyler, not DK every time. Yeah, and Tyler's a guy who's, like, smaller and he's getting pressed and all this. But throughout the game, he just has so much energy and his catching ability is insane. If you could just get a dominant tight end or a wide receiver three. I don't think we need a tight end. I don't understand that. We... We have Will Disley, and we can. We didn't utilize well, if our tight he, ends. If Will Disley can stay healthy, that, that's he the only stayed, thing. I mean, he stayed healthy all year. We just didn't utilize him. But he, he also got... didn't get the field that much. And and they're saying that Hollister. I don't think we're going to resign. Yeah, I mean Hollister's. Well, we signed him this year to a one-year deal. I'm pretty sure. Holly. Yeah. Did we just? Because I just saw something like a few days ago that. No, we resigned him like last year to a one-year deal. Oh yeah, I know. Yeah. So we'll see. I don't know. We have tight ends and Colby Parkinson too. Yeah, we signed him to a big deal too. It was like a four year deal. Yeah, so I, but it's probably going to be something we do for Russell to like make him feel more at home or something. I don't know. I don't know, dude. Just like Greg Olson. Last person Russell Wilson got well, was Greg. That's Olson. why I was texting some people today and I think we're going to sign Kyle Rudolph. I really think we will. Yeah, he was just released. We could. You know, if we could get him to a minimum, I'd do it. Yeah. I'd do it. Um, I just want to say for the record, just off topic, but Irv Smith next year in fantasy is going to be so good, dude. Kirk, Kirk Cousins targets his tight ends like seventy six percent or something like that. That's insane. Mm-hmm. Oh, well, well, isn't that Thomas guy too? 
I don't know. Thomas guy. Tight end? Yeah. He had like 12 catches on us. For Minnesota? No, for – oh, you're talking about – I don't know why. I uh, <laughs> I thought I was thought we were talking about the Redskins for a second. I mean, the Washington football team. <sighs> yeah, let's talk about the Washington football team. So, uh, Good Morning Football is a show on the NFL. Yeah, the Washington football team. They've been uh, definitely a team that's going to be on the up, like uprising, especially – I'm pretty sure they have a lot of cap space too. Yeah, so what I wanted to say, though, about it was, okay, so Good Morning Football, what I was saying, they uh, came out and actually said that um, they had an interview with Alex Smith, and Alex Smith actually talked about how he felt outcasted from the uh, Washington football team before the season even started. Yeah, as like an organization, they thought he wasn't going to be able to play and like and, really didn't believe in him. And he was like a toxic waste. They just kind of wanted out of there because he was costing them like 27 mil a year, 21 mil a year or something like that. And like yeah. he could just tell by the organization, they didn't want him to play. And there's no reason an organization should be like that because he was worth the money before that injury. And an injury like that should never happen to anybody and it happened to him and he came back and mm-hmm. like he deserved that comeback player of the year so much. And here's the thing about it. His career has been so underrated. His whole career. So underrated. So up and down. He started in San Francisco, went to the Chiefs. He up he he like took Mahomes underneath his belt and like taught yeah. him. And he, he did good at the Chiefs too. They're always he, a really good season regular season team. They're never great mm-hmm. in the postseason, but like he led, he was he was the San Francisco 49ers quarterback that Super Bowl year before he got hurt. Yeah, and then Cap kind of took over, which is which is like really underrated. Yeah, I know. Yeah. Um, but so it's going to be interesting to see what happens with him. Uh, mm-hmm. I, I'd love him if he wanted to come to the Seahawks. I'd love that. He'd be a, such a great guy to have in the locker. He'd be a really great guy. He wait, and then. If if he still he can still play, I mean he had like two games over four hundred yards or something. You he's know? gonna want to come and fight. I think him and Fitzpatrick are both gonna want to find situations where they can fight for the starting job. Yeah, like if he wants to come here and take Russ's spot after he goes like egotistical after not being traded. <laughs> if he, he does, if he, he does, okay. If you're Chicago, why aren't you calling him? Why aren't you calling him to come help? That's my what question. What do we? What do we want from Chicago, though? No, I'm saying if you're Chicago's a GM, you don't have a great quarterback situation. Don't you think you maybe give Alex Smith a call and see what he's up to and see if he wants to come play for your football team? Sure. I thought you were talking about Russell Wilson going to Chicago. No. Uh, I I mean, that that to me would work out in both sides almost if we were – I don't know what we would want because I don't know Khalil what pick Mack? they have. Um, I definitely want Allen Robinson. Yeah, dude, Allen Robinson and DK David and then Tyler in the slot. Wow, David Montgomery. Yeah, but David and their first round pick. No, I think first round pick. Sign Chris Carson back because I think he's better than David. Uh that's close. David actually. played really well. Yeah, David was really good, but I don't know. Chris knows the offense. Resign Chris. I think Chris is better, but. David did play really. And then I don't know. um, They have that one guy that they kind of call, like the Robin to Khalil Max Batman. It's that one guy who's also really good on defense. I like him. Mm -hmm. Uh, I can't think of his name right now. One guy I'm really high on for the Seahawks signing is Marlon Mack. 
Um. Yeah, is, he's a free agent. Back. Yeah, he's a free agent. I don't think we sign him. I think I think he's gonna get some money somewhere. Yeah, because he was he was good. I think he had a thousand yard season before he tore his ACL. Yeah, if, if you're the Colts, you're not resigning him. You don't need to. He's gonna want some money. You don't need to. You literally have like a, the most depth at running back in the league. Yeah, and I don't know why team why they aren't giving Jacob Easton a shot to pl- have that starting well that starting quarterback. Spot. I mean. They could always pull a Rodge, let him sit. Like I mean, I guess years. they're not really paying uh, Carson Wentz any money really this year. Wow, well, I think they're paying. Phil- oh, is well, Philly Phil- paying it? Yeah, Philadelphia is playing. I think like thirty-three million. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh well, I mean, dude, I just I, I don't know if you like him, but I think Carson's going to be good. I don't think he's going to be good at all. He's back with his often. He's back with his coach. This the coach, QB coach. He, dude, he was an MVP. If he didn't get hurt that year, he was literally an MVP. He just seemed a little tr- too like try hard last year in like a bad way. Yeah, like he was trying so hard, and he was still terrible. That kind of yeah. Way. And it's just, it was hard to watch that guy, man. Like he had like a good offense around him. Well, even the receiver situation. They, they were really banged up, Maddie. Like I don't think they had. Over three starting linemen at a time. Yeah, but they've always been like that. That's just like it's like tradition in Philadelphia. They're like they're second best. Injured. Their receivers were like Greg Ward, and I mean, they yeah, and they stepped up. That one bi- thirteen dude was good for like oh yeah, games. was it Fulgham? Is that yeah, Fulgham, Fulgham. Um, Ertz is t- kind of terrible. Yeah, of course, though- our guy JJ Arcego Whiteside doesn't get enough looks. <laughs> Unfortunately, well, it's probably why they lost. Yeah, true. They they'd definitely be a Super Bowl contender if they got JJ more involved in the offense. Yeah. Uh, quick shout out, JD McKissick. If you're listening to this right now, we want you on the show, man. Yeah, get on here, JD McKissick. I've been DMing you. You left me on red, but you liked my comment. It's a little misleading. Left him on red three times. Very disrespectful. But like my comment each time, you. and what and you, you said did much for the city, Seattle, and what you're doing for the Washington football team. Hey, best third down running back in the league, man. I'm been, of course, been... most, most receptions by any running back in the NFL. Wait, really? Yep. Oh, last year? Yep. Oh, dang. Dude, I know JD. Like, I know that like, not a lot of people might know this guy, but he actually solid. Like, watching watching, watching Washington, like, he's decent. He's a good backup for uh, Bo's favorite running back. I forgot his name. He started. He started over Antonio Gibson. Well, except for two games. Yeah, I mean, he, and he, he was in there way more. He he had like one game where he caught like twenty passes. <laughs> it's insane. He well, only like, had like sixty yards. He's but, he's, so. he's shifty, dude. He's a shifty running back. I I wouldn't mind getting him back, but he's still on a contract there. You know who I'd love to have on the show? CJ Procise. <laughs> uh, what's his name? Justin Britt. Yeah, you know I don't understand. Russell says. He's yeah. such best friends with him, but I guarantee you Russell couldn't get him in. Especially when we had him. he had a, We had a workout with him and didn't sign him, so I wonder what happened there. I think he probably just it. wasn't so good. I, I think he kind of lost weight. and I don't, He did lose weight, but he's definitely physical. Like, I don't know. Who knows? You don't but, have to be super chunky for a center, though. It's more of a guard, I feel like. Yeah, true, and it's more like the smarts for the center spot. But we also have a center, dude. Oh, six good. It? People Dude, are... he, he's so underrated. He slept on, man. We have a lot of linemen that filled in that actually are pretty good. He's good. Um, Jordan. It's <sighs> not our fault that we put all these players around Russell Wilson and Russell Jordan, Wilson. Jordan Simmons good. is also really good. 
like the amount of the amount of linemen we've got we got for Wilson last year was insane and a lot of them showed up the only problem is Mike Upati just hasn't been able to stay healthy and now that he's gone that's I mean, tough we, the bad thing is we didn't I don't I have I have zero zero like zero freaking idea why we didn't re-sign DJ Fluker it makes no sense it still doesn't make any sense I don't understand so and that dude's so humble. We, we, we had left. him. Maddie, we had him on a contract, but we just cut him because we needed cap relief. But we did but we ended up not though. And that's the thing, that's the whole Jadavion Clowney thing. And I just oh it's still You know what sucks though me. about him is I think it was seven mil at freed and you or nine mil at freed. You know what nine mil we spent that on? Who? Greg Olson. <laughs> <sighs> that's insane. And guess who wanted Greg Olson? Us? Oh, Russ. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> and you know who, who he could have had instead of his 200-yard receiver? He could have had DJ Fluker, who's just been on an absolute grind. Right. That dude's probably the biggest grinder in the NFL. And here, here's this. I just want to say, everyone's saying that our line sucks. We have so many guys that have been until the start. Jordan Simmons has always been solid every time he fills in. And you guys can look at his PFF grades because I know you guys love that. Phil Haynes? We drafted him two years ago. He's been solid. And then Jamarco Jones, every time he plays, he's good. True. I really like Jamarco. The one guy who was just absolutely absurdly bad this year, who only played in one quarter and allowed three sacks, was Chad Wheeler. Oh, okay. <laughs> and he's locked up. Hey, we, we, don't, we don't like Chad Wheeler on this show. Yeah. Chad Wheeler hate only. That guy is a bum. He's just a terrible person. I don't know why he's associated with the Seahawks. I didn't like him like before what he did, what he did, but that dude's a disgrace. I he, I, I don't even want to say a disgrace to Seattle because he wasn't even he was barely on our team. In December twenty eighth, I sent him a DM on this account to try to get him on here, but I'm happy he didn't respond. Yeah, if he would have been on here, it would have been, you know. Well, we didn't we didn't know of his. Yeah. Yeah, but uh, you know. One thing I want to say, LJ Cooley here is going to have the biggest season of his career next year. This guy this guy had so many passes that were batted down. I don't understand. It was like every other play. Was he awesome. was on good morning football. I mean, he was hyping up our defense. He says we're going to be a top five defense next year. He says we're going to be the best. He, is, that what the he, NFL. is that what he said? Yeah. He also and said I, that Russ is staying. And I think he also said he's going to be a pro bowler. But you know what, dude? I love it. I've been on the LJ. I kind of believe it, though. I do I, too. I kind of. I. I. I don't kind of. I do believe it, because this guy. This guy had like his rookie year. He was hurt, and then this year he just came out and he balled up. Right. And he was really underrated for us. And our line was like, we had to. We just didn't have any edge rushers, and we have all these inside guys who are really good at it. And yep. That guy, like, he, he played a really good season this year. Yeah. You know, we have a lot of pass rushers that are not elite, but they're guys. Those two rookies, yeah. we had one rookie that didn't play whatsoever that we're excited for. Mm-hmm. Uh, he was injured the whole year. Yeah. And then, because what is it? Alton Robinson, right? Is one of them. Yeah. And then Darrell Taylor is the other one. One's yeah, from Syracuse both, and both one's from. Both are second and third round picks. Yeah. One's from Syracuse and one's from either Texas or Tennessee. Or, sorry, our. Or no, our second third round pick has been great. Uh, what's his name? Uh, oh, our right guard, our right guard who also played center. 
I always forget his name. The guy from LSU. Uh, do you remember what's his name? I should know this. Uh... Yeah, so Damian Lewis. Damian Lewis has been great. This Sorry, I had some was great difficulties, guys. I I knew his name, but I, my mic wasn't working. <laughs> Damian Lewis. LSU, big dog. Even yep. Posick's from LSU, too, I'm pretty sure. Mm-hmm. Brandon Shell, right. Damian Lewis, either right or left. I think he's probably going to be right. Yep. Ethan Posick, center. Center. And then th- the, left, the left side's a little... Dwayne, eh. Brown, Dwayne Brown was ranked, like, fifth and best in PFF, and everyone loves PFF, so I'll go off of PFF. Yep, but I mean, I'm saying for the future. This year, next year, he's, I mean, dude, he's getting old. He is getting old. And going against Aaron Donald and yeah. JJ Watt and freaking Nick Bosa, it's going to be a tough season for like a 37 year old. It, it, it will be a tough season. Um, Mikey Party's kind of a guy. It's kind of sad. For I Luis. think we can figure it out. I just think that was so insane to see LJ Coulier go on live TV. And hype this defense off after all this negativity. I love that, it, dude. That I love Russ, it. That Russ has occurred with, and it's awesome to see like Jamal Adams being hyped up, and like, oh, it's just it's really sad to see what you Russell know, Wilson's doing in this place. He'll be okay. I was thinking about it today. You know, I want Russell. I think Matt does too. Deep down, guys, we want Russell to prove us wrong. Yeah, I, I wish I wish Russell Wilson did when he. When we gave him the keys to our offense, the first five games, and he went off, and then he just started having a slump because it wasn't realistic right? Uh, to keep up that tempo, and then he didn't change. And then they put – and now they're putting an emphasis on Pete Carroll like he wasn't trying to help Wilson and what he Wilson did. wanted, but yeah. he did. And then See, Wilson failed, and it didn't work. That's- and then – that's the reason, guys, why we have a problem with Russell. He's a great quarterback. He does great things for Seattle. But he's literally putting Pete on the hot seat. Where Russ it makes on the hot no seat. sense. The, it went from Russ, let Russ cook and we let him, and now it's Pete's fault. It doesn't make sense. It was, oh. we need a defense. Okay, we're going to go trade for Jamal, get Carlos Dunlap, and get a good defense. Oh, we need an O-line. Okay, we'll sign Brandon Shell, who's been great, by the way. Draft Damian Lewis. Emerge Ethan Posick. Mikey Party did not have a bad season, and obviously your boy at left tackle played well. It's all, it's all excuses that I've heard from Russell Wilson the past three years. And he hasn't got us got it done in the playoffs the last three We're years. We're literally losing wild card games. We lost to the Rams with our full starting team from day one, except the... Marquise Blair. Okay, and... and I was gonna say that Marquise Blair will have a big season next year. I just, oh, it's unfortunate. It's okay, man. We just gotta be positive about the season. We're gonna be good. I- I'm trying to be positive, but it just seems like Russell Wilson really wants to be traded, and it's like. It it and makes he, no sense to me. You know, I was actually listening to a podcast, and Russell's agent's terrible, by the way. Yeah. 
so he said he, is... he said he do- didn't demand a trade. He said what teams he wanted to go to. I I don't know what this is all about, but it's just it's not what Russ was. I don't you know, know if he needs that crazy girlfriend back. I don't know if he needs to like just destroy all his podcasts stuff. I don't know what he needs to do, but he's not in the right mindset. He needs to go back to children's and start, you know. Yeah, where's that rust kids been, up, Start being the man of Seattle again and stop being so darn selfish. You know, it's been a tough year for Seattle, like football-wise and non-football-wise with COVID and everything. We need we need someone to step up, and, and his, Russ has not been that guy, man. He hasn't, and he didn't finish games for us last year. <laughs> the only person that's stepping up for Seattle right now is LJ Collier, man. <laughs> Seriously. We got LJ Collier, some guy who had like three sacks and was a dog <laughs> on defense, and our freaking quarterback who's worth $40 million just says he wants to get traded to the Jets. Like, it doesn't make sense. You know, I Go agree. to the Jets. That's cool. And die in your career. And yeah, cool. You're going to be a Hall of Famer with one Super Bowl that the Legion of Boom and Marshawn Lynch gave you. And Ricardo Lockett. Period. <laughs> you know, All right, let's talk about some other sports. Yeah, so, uh, we love you, Russ. Come back to us, the regular Russ, like psycho girl from Russ. Normal. Right. So I wanted to talk about a little bit more of USC. So what I'm really excited for is uh, Stipe and Francis Naganu. Uh huh. UFC 260 heavyweight fight. And Naganu's trying to like secure his legacy, man. Both of them very great fighters. Whoever wins out of those guys, John Jones is going to fight because John Jones has said multiple times that he does not want to. Uh, he would. He doesn't want to. He doesn't need to prove. He doesn't need to prove anything more at light, uh, light heavyweight in fighting Adesanya, and he'd absolutely destroy Adesanya. But he does have something to prove at heavyweight. Even though I do think he is the best UFC fighter of all time, um, but. Both those guys are capable of beating John Jones. I have all I'll, I'll never bet against John Jones, but the, both those guys could be the hardest opponent John Jones has ever faced. I agree. Um, I just want to say, what do you think is going to happen in the lightweight division? Uh, it's interesting. I think, I mean, for is sure, Khabib Con- coming back. I don't think Khabib's coming back. There's no, so, there's no one, there's no one good enough for Khabib to fight. I okay. said that after Poirier knocked out Conor McGregor, it it didn't matter, and I also don't think that mattered to Conor's legacy either. Isn't isn't Poirier already fought Khabib twice or once? Once. Okay. They got, didn't they get ran? No, they took him to seven. Like five, how many rounds? They Poirier, went... Poirier's kind of underrated. He he's one he of he he's the only guy who's beat Max Holland. Dude. Dude, and, uh, by the end of that, the second to last round, he was literally getting beat the crap out of, and he was smiling. He came back the next round and just destroyed, dude. I know. He, he deserves the title shot, of course, obviously. And then they're saying him versus McGregor, which is stupid. McGregor is so, so, so good, but... You can't go bias on that. You gotta. That's like saying Ronda Rousey deserves a shot at the title. I mean, it is for some. If McGregor had not fought Poirier this time, and took in a bigger fight or something like that, um, 
I could have seen that. But now that he was knocked out, there's no reason. John Jones, if he wanted to, he could be like, yeah, give me my place in UFC heavyweight right now. And he could take Nagano. Oh. No, he's a he- he's he's going heavyweight. Oh, shit. Um, he could take Nagano's or uh, um, Stipe's spot and be like, I'm fighting for heavyweight. Just because you can't say no to John Jones. Right. Yeah. yeah, he's. That's why it's just it's gonna be interesting because I have no idea who Poirier's gonna fight. Like, who's this guy gonna fight? Yeah, it, it's gonna be him though. He's got to be the guy to have the contention fight for the belt for sure. He deserves it. And then maybe I don't know if you're uh, Masvidal, but Masvidal has lost some fights. Yeah. But, uh, what's his name? Uh, Poirier beat Masvidal. Oh, correct? did he? I'm. Yeah, I'm pretty sure they fought. Well. Um, I just, I just don't know who I I don't know who fight for Poirier. I just think he deserves it right now. Oh my bad, they're in different divisions. Oh okay, yeah. Um, um and then at light, at what is it? It it'd be light Justin uh, Gaffey. Yeah, would... light light middleweight. We have Usman, who's just been insane and then at light heavy we have Adesanya I'm pretty sure no uh, Adesanya is at middleweight middleweight weight is Usman okay and Usman in, in those those divisions those are pretty close with weight but yeah. Usman has said that he would never fight Adesanya because they're like brothers right but I mean you've seen stuff like that before and dude Nunez is the Championship for bantamweight and featherweight. That's insane. So, yeah. So I just don't think I think Khabib retires. Probably the best fighter. Khabib is. Khabib is retired. He's in. Yeah. Khabib is retired. I don't think he's coming back. I could see him maybe in the future, but there's no one right now that does even deserves to step in the ring with him. And the best guy who's fought him, Conor McGregor, took him to four rounds. He's not at that level anymore. Yeah, but dude, I think Poirier took him to, took him all the way to the last round. <sighs> I don't think you're, I don't think there's someone who's going to beat Khabib. Well, it was round three submission could be one, yeah. Yeah, and he, there was also yeah, and then the submission on Connor in the fourth. Yeah, yeah, Khabib's the best ever. He tw- literally twenty nine and zero, dude. Yeah. What, what do you think about let's 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 make a move here? Jake Paul versus Ben Askren. Oh, <laughs> that's actually so funny you brought that up. I'm glad you brought that up. Um, <laughs> honestly, I. I um, I think it's a tear. I think it's a great fight that Jake Paul took yeah. because he's getting in the ring with, with one of wrestler. the one of the worst strikers in UFC history. Ben Askren's a wrestler, bro. He is not. He's gonna clinch, and it's gonna take a while. And this dude has an iron chin. He can take punches. He can't take uh kicks to the face. But <laughs> shout out Masvidal. Needs the face. Yeah, shout out, shout out Masvidal. <laughs> But uh, Ben Askren's a, funny, dude. That Ben Askren is hilarious. Him and Chael Sutton might be my favorite like 
just UFC promoters. Of Dude, all if they fought in a UFC match, though, Ben Askren would just destroy. Oh, Jake. absolutely! He's an Olympic wrestler. You couldn't, you couldn't say that. Like, <laughs> it just doesn't make sense. Dude, but, I'm uh, actually that fight's actually going to be really good. I think I I think Ben Askren's going to win when he said he was going to win seventh round KO. Jake KO. take Jake can make hits though, but I don't know if Jake can take hits. I yeah, we haven't seen Jake fight someone who's given him a tough chance, given him a tough fight. He's literally fought nobodies. He's fought a bunch of nobodies. I don't It's insane. I, I was I was listening to Brandon Marshall's podcast or oh, Tyler Josinko's. I really Chosinko's. No, I think it's I think it's Brandon's. It is, okay. I really like that podcast him, actually. Jake Paul was on it and uh Yeah, I know. They were talking about Deontay Wilder and that Brandon Marshall could step in the ring with him. <laughs> Hell no. That makes zero sense. And Brandon Marshall was trying to defend it, but even though Deontay Wilder got knocked out by Fury, it does not matter. Brand- he was undefeated before then. Wilder is a top five boxer of all time. There's no one in the sports game beside, uh, I think his name... It's like James Johnson or something. He was like a professional kickboxer in the NBA who plays in the NBA. Or for, I forgot his name. He's like 16 for the team. Sorry, say, say it again. You cut out a little bit. Um, There's like a kickboxer who plays on the Timberwolves and he's like has a professional career of like 19 and 0. I think it's like... A fighter uh, who plays on the Timberwolves? Yeah, it's like number 16 or something. Joe Johnson? No. Uh, no. You definitely remember his name if I said it. I don't know. Nas Reed? I don't know. No. I, I, Ricky Rubio? No. What's his name? I got to figure this out. Um... <laughs> I swear, I heard this from, I heard this from a podcast. Uh... I don't know. Ne- next, <laughs> next subject. Well, we only got time for like one more quick segment. I sh- James Johnson. Yeah, but- oh yeah, I said Joe Johnson. I meant James Johnson. Yeah, James Johnson. I was close. Okay. Anyways, <laughs> anyone beating the Nets, man? I don't know. Who took him into overtime yesterday and still, um, still shout out to shout out to Marjorie dude, he's so good. And Deontay Murray, shout him yeah. out. And he, dude, shout out to Marjorie He deserved that spark more than D Book. I don't care what you say. I, you know, I that guy is insane. the Spurs are fun because they're gonna make the playoffs for the fourth seed. They're gonna make, dude. They're gonna make some noise. Yeah. Uh, didn't the Lake Show get a win last night again? Uh, did they play last night? They played two days ago. I don't know if they played last. Yeah, they won then. Yeah, Lake Bro. They play the Warriors. They're playing. They're actually again? playing the Suns right now. They're down hmm. ninety eight to ninety two. Seven minutes left in the fourth quarter. That's LeBron has twenty eight points. Uh. This dude's insane. This dude's a walking time capsule. Dude, he literally is. And Maddie's not even a LeBron sexual, so. I'm not a LeBron. This guy, it's insane what he's doing. 
at this age. It, 19 years in the NBA? What is it? Just some insane number? He wins two more, Matt. Is he your GOAT? No. no. But it's insane. He's number two, though, right? He definitely, I mean, he definitely might be, like, not the greatest athlete of all time, but some category like that yeah. for me. Just because of his longevity. It's insane. I will never say MJ's better than LeBron, but one thing I'll say about MJ is he might be the most transcendent player. Yeah, he was just so winning. Well, I mean, he just took basketball to the next level. People weren't watching basketball I every was, night. I was thinking about this, and it's like, that, okay, I was I was an MJ fan before the last dance, mm-hmm. but he literally played his last season in Chicago and told a camera crew to get around him to film him winning another <laughs> championship. I don't think anyone Le- could do that. And I was thinking, like, it's just kind of funny because LeBron could have said that the last like six times he's gone he's, to. Okay, but he struggled. He struggled without Scotty. Yeah, but that's with all teams. All teams have to have another guy, and it's not like. And Scotty, I think he's a what top thirty player of all time. Uh, yeah, top but. 25. But, it definitely wasn't like, insanely overpowered of a team. Well, they're pretty good. And they were definitely car- They were they were carried by Jordan's like like winning and his leadership. Well, they had some good pieces, dude. And they were definitely I mean those two years those two years they went to the conference finals right. with Scotty. But yeah. It's just it's tough. It's, you know, it, yeah. I just want to talk about a few more things in, about the NBA before we leave. One thing is is they're saying Crips Crips Kristaps or Zingas. Oh yeah. Is going to be traded. I, I love this because him and Luca don't play well together, and Luca's a guy who deserves someone else. This is what him. you do because that he's insane. He's he's my favorite player. I'm the game. Mavericks. This is what I do. This is what I do right now. I'm calling up Chicago. I'm going to see what will it take for us to get Zach Levine. That's that. It would put two guys together who have kind of been not in the same team, really similar, but similar, and they would just—they are both just absolute dogs. Everyone in Chicago is available too. It's going to be a high price uh-huh. if they got Kristaps. If they would like a Kristaps, and they sent like Kristaps and Hardaway uh, and Tim Hardaway for uh, marketing and Levine, well, they're not getting both. They're going to have to give away a lot of draft picks too. I don't know if Mark Cuban wants to go that direction. Yeah, but those oh, they're so close to breaking it. It's just they need some, they drafted so well in Luca. Luca's so good. Yeah, you know he's really. Did you see that? Uh, the Atlanta Hawks got the SuperSonics old head coach. Really? Yeah. Uh, he was our head coach in two thousand three, I think. That's insane. That's a while. Yeah. Uh, they got they just hired him because they have not been good and like Atlanta's roster is really good. Man, I can't I can't wait for Seattle to have some basketball back. That'd be amazing. I never got to watch it. Me either. It'll be amazing to watch. Like I'll, I'll probably like. I don't think it'll happen for a little bit, but with the NBA growing, it could happen within I'm saying like four or five years. Like, but people have been saying 2023. The Mariners are gonna be. A top five team in MLB. 
our NHL team's going to be like up and alive. And dude, I think our NBA team's going to be emerging. Yeah, I hope so. Give us. And with that, I think that caps it off for this episode. Yeah. I really liked this episode. <laughs> I enjoyed dabbling into other stuff. Yeah, we definitely rambled a lot. We're definitely some noobs with some stuff. but Yeah, UFC guys, we had to say a lot about us and search up some stuff, but we're trying to learn a little bit more about it. Yeah. Um, we know a lot about the NBA, though, so we'll talk about the NBA more. And for we'll sure. be more organized next time. <laughs> yeah, we will. But I thought this episode went good. Yeah. Uh, Thank you guys for uh, listening in. If you're still here to right now, uh, comment. What should I comment? Yeah, DM us or comment. uh... Joe Johnson. (laughs) Isn't it James Johnson? Yeah, but you got to comment. Okay, Joe with J-O too. And then then Johnson, (laughs) J-O-N-S-O-N. All right, guys. And we'll shout you out on our Instagram. All right, guys. Catch you on the floor. See you, guys. All right.